babe. People can't hear you smiling. <laughs> what are you smiling for? Man, like, <laughs> this is pretty exciting. I don't know. We we made it a year on this podcast. And for those who don't know, like, we started this podcast more so as a an audio journal for us. Uh, we realize being married and also having a kid that sometimes you get so caught up in life that you forget to actually sit down and have a conversation and both of you are evolving individually and collectively. Adult conversations. Adult conversations. So mm-hmm. not talking about the kid and not talking about, you know, just your day, but still getting to, to know one another as husband and wife. Mm-hmm. So that was the whole idea behind this, like just to have an archive, like this is what was on our mind. And then also have like a a event space to where we could let our hair down and just talk the way we want to that we're not able to in in our corporate lives. Yeah. And then the other part of that, I think, is that we are very transparent about only posting our highlight reel on social media because it's kind of weird to put negative things on social media. And so we are very open about how we only post highlights. And here at the podcast, you get to pull back those highlights and see like what really happened, um, how we really got there, what's really going on and all that good stuff. Um, so I are you surprised we made it a year? I am. Um, mm-hmm. I am just thinking back to my initial thoughts on it because at first I was like super reluctant, like not wanting to do it. Like, yeah, I don't want to do this. I'm not really I had to interested. Ask you six times. You did, and I was like, yeah, I'm not really interested in the idea. That's not my style. Mm-hmm. And then like just getting into it, like having these this set time where we have these conversations, and then just seeing like how it's evolved. And it's like, oh, people. Oh, yeah. this is a thing. Like people, we we got something, mm-hmm. and I think that's that's the perfect segue to what we're gonna do this week. Like how we realize we actually had something. Yeah. So I think my favorite part about doing this is obviously doing it with you, but then also I I'm really excited about a couple things. So I'm excited about where it has taken us in our relationship. So we always kind of have fall into these deep conversations and all that good stuff. And sometimes this comes from, you know, us disagreeing about something. Sometimes it's just like spur of the moment. Sometimes it comes from the drinks. We don't really know, right? But this is our intentional space to kind of dig, do a deep dive into, you know, what's going on. And so I'm excited that we've been able to share this and that I've been able to do this with you. And you've come over to the dark side (laughs) to believe that this space is warranted um, especially for black millennials. But then the other part of this is I'm really proud of how consistent like we've been. We've had moments where we stopped, where we've taken a break, and we always intended to have a little break. But um, I'm proud of us for that. And my favorite part of it, favorite, favorite part, is the comedy and the in-depth responses that we have gotten from people. Yes. And the life stories um, that people have gotten into with me and my DMs, <laughs> um, I really appreciate them. Me and Justin discuss them at length. Like it, it's so deep, like some funny, like some like super introspective, and yeah. like okay, and super humbling. Yeah, yeah, like that's that's a real thing. Like people sharing their personal feelings, not just about the podcast episode but how the episode may have related to them or how we got past something or how we got one another to kind of see another way. Like, people really, yeah, people are, are no relate. let me, I'll say this, no relationship is the same. That's facts. Yeah. So, as a anniversary gift to you all... May well, we had to do something different for our loyal people because they've already heard this episode. But we do have a lot of new listeners, and we wanted to run back the most popular episode to date, which is what, babe? Whole phases and holy matrimony. Now, I'm going to have to go back and listen to this episode because it has the most plays. 
Um, so we'll see what happens. Now, I'm going to be a little concerned, a little judgy of y'all, of the new people, if we post this episode and it takes us to our our goal of 5,000 listens, we close. But if y'all make this the biggest episode again, two seasons in a row, y'all some hoes. <laughs> y'all some hoes. Little freaky asses. Nah, but hope y'all enjoy. Like it's it's really been a cool ride. Like yeah, unexpected. Like it was unexpected for me. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Continue rocking with us. Thanks for the support. As always, follow us on social media at Marriage Caviar on Instagram. We got a Facebook little pagey out there now. <laughs> you know y'all can interact on there too. Um, just let us know. You know, keep hopping in those DMs. Let us know your thoughts, yeah. ideas, questions, all of that. We enjoy it. Well, Cheers to another year of Marriage Caviar. We need a name for our um, listeners. We tried to think of one before. Because I wanted to say happy anniversary, Marriage Caviar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we'll we'll think of something. You guys um drop us a note when we post this and, and tell us what we what y'all think um the listeners should be called. All right, see y'all in a couple weeks. Happy anniversary, babe. Happy anniversary. I Ashley take the Justin to be my wedded husband to have and to hold from this day forward, even if I had to get your number. <laughs> I, Justin, take the Ashley to be my wedded wife to have and to hold from this day forward, even if we're buying $1,000 couches. Whoa. I, I thought we were going to I, I didn't know the concept. Whoa. <laughs> I didn't know. Wow. <laughs> so, really? That's how you come in today? I didn't know what we were doing. I, mean, I didn't know. I thought it was like shade or something. Oh, you thought that we planned to throw shade at each other? That's what I thought the vows were for. You didn't really explain the concept. So the concept of the vows is like, you know, okay, maybe it is shady. Maybe I'm thinking about it. All right, then. Okay. I guess. But but ex- you have to explain this $1,000 couch thing. So what happened? So we bought a couch and... The most expensive couch that I've ever bought was uh, we split a twenty dollar couch. Who split? Not me. Don't <laughs> clear that up. I so ain't me, never sat on no twenty dollar couch. You sat on there. I did not sit on that dirty ass couch. So me and one of my line brothers, we we splurged and got us a twenty dollar couch to Bruh. furnish our apartment from the curb. We it, it may have not been from the curb. Who knows? <laughs> but but it was comfortable. That's all I mean. You can sit on it. So whether it's twenty dollars or a thousand dollars, it's the same thing. Shout out to the women who sat on that couch. It was we use it for prayer. For prayer. <laughs> <laughs> what was y'all praying over? All right, on with the show. <laughs> so shady. Okay, so let, we gotta back this up because people are not gonna understand why you think it's okay to buy a twenty dollar couch and I and. First of all, the couch was $550 that we purchased. So let's back that up first and foremost. Same thing. It's really not, though. So let me tell you guys. Justin and I, well, do we have to back up and kind of say why we're even starting a podcast? That that might be a good idea for people who don't know us. <laughs> yes. So this is the, the podcast, Marriage Caviar. We're really excited about it. Um, long overdue, something we've been talking about for a while now. Yeah, honestly. definitely. I think it fits into our lifestyle. So like, if you've been to our house for an event, whether it be like our latest event, a.k.a. Naomi, <laughs> and her uh, birthday party. But beyond that, like before Naomi, we really enjoy having events and, and not so much for like the glitz of it. Well, I enjoy the glitz of it. But for the company and the conversation, so we've been trying to figure out how we would kind of embed having 
um, worthwhile conversations with our friends. And just so happened, the world is about to be our friends because podcasts are going to be everywhere. This is happening. So (laughs) I'm not going to lie, though. I was scared about the podcast idea at first. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it hit me this week. Why? Because like when we did our trailer episode, it was the, the first time I realized that most people would hear me cuss for the first time on purpose. This so like, are you are you serious? That's serious. That was the fear. That was the fear, man. So, Lord. yeah. I, this I, is I also think the I got first, a nice brand. Man. This <laughs> boy <laughs> before BC, before <laughs> before NC, like or Ooh. after NC after North Carolina. That's yeah, that's pretty relevant. This is also gonna be the first time people hear me curse too. That is that is a lie. That is a <laughs> lie. Literally Jesus hears you curse. You you curse in your prayers. That's my relationship with God, and I don't think that that's for the podcast. Okay. All right, <laughs> do you so listen guys? So we started this podcast. I listen to a lot of different podcasts. If you're following me on Instagram, you saw um some of my top podcast that I listened to and I sprinkled in a couple that Justin listened to as well but in order for me to really be tuned into a podcast I have to be inspired Mm -hmm. um I have to laugh I have to find some humor in it um or I have to be informed so inspired motivated laughing or informed um and I have to really get into the personalities of the people on the podcast if I don't like your voice if your personality is like I'm just like tuned out so um I challenged Justin to kind of start to pick up podcasts um a little more and he did and he agreed to do the podcast but then I also gave him the caveat of in order to have a successful podcast or the podcasts that I believe are successful are the ones where these people are experts in what they're talking about. And so what do you think our, our expertise is? Man, that's the irony of this whole thing. We are absolutely experts in nothing, um, which is why I think this is going to be a fun ride. And, and I appreciate y'all listening, uh, growing with us, because honestly, like it's not just listening, but growing with us as we talk this out Um as young millennials with a, a newborn kid. Is she still she's a newborn one. at one? She's one. She There's, walks. Uh, what is new about that? <laughs> I don't know. If you, you buy a car that's a year old, it's still new. So, I don't know. As, um, as millennial parents working, uh, I think this is a good, a good way for us to actually have conversations and and talk about stuff that we don't normally talk about. And a lot of stuff, I, I love the way that our conversation flows to where we'll have a topic uh, every every episode that's inspired by either us or something that somebody has sent to us. So, again, thank you for coming along the ride. Uh, shoot us messages, thoughts, ideas, questions, all of that. Uh, appreciate y'all being here. Yeah. So, in short, what Justin is trying to say, because I thought I was going to have to practice my brevity but you kind of had me beat on that last response. But we are experts at nothing. We are experts at doing things our way. That has been our entire relationship. And that that pretty much drags us into or back to this whole couch thing. Because I'm not letting you up on this couch <laughs> thing. And y'all might be thinking, like, damn, she really harping over, like, a couch. But y'all have to understand, like, Justin and I's relationship. And this speaks to, like, us doing things our way. When we got together, I'll say it was, what, 2010, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2010, um, that's when we first met. We didn't reconnect and, like, get kind of serious about one another until 2013. And in 2013, we spent just literally, what, four days? Maybe, was it four days? What was it, three-day weekend? Three-day weekend, yeah. So, like, a three-day weekend together um, in Atlantic City just off of Justin. Did you tweet me? I think I did. I think I slid in the DMs. Oh, that's yeah. so hoey of me. Mm. I mean. At any rate. So, he tweeted me and was like, we no, you tweeted me, we sparked a conversation, and then we text, emailed, and he was like, hey, you know, haven't been to your side of the world. Like, you mind if I come down? And he came down, three-day weekend, and literally maybe 35 days after that three-day weekend, 
I was set to move from Jersey to St. Louis. And that's a big, big piece of our story because that's not just me and making the move and as a female making the move and doing it my way. But I'll say that was a my way opportunity or experience for both of us. Because I asked you, I was like, no, or you asked me, like, yeah, you should move here. And I was like, whoa, is he Yeah. in his right mind? Mm-hmm. But it felt so right. It did feel right. And, and, and what's crazy for me, because at that time, I was not prepared ready. to be in a relationship. <laughs> yeah, relationship material. So At I, all. I mean. He swindled me, guys. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> nah, hoey or not. I wouldn't say that. I mean, I don't know, but it was it was a huge step for us. Um, she moved to St. Louis yes. in 35 days, which is, I'm, I'm over here smiling because that's that's quick work. That's it good, is. That's, that's good work on my I, part. I think that that's quick work for somebody that really wasn't ready to be in a relationship. That's crazy, but it it literally... I'm thinking about it now and thinking like, oh my gosh, this was so crazy. But like, I don't know. We'll we'll get into this at another point. But like, I really went to my friends and was like, this will be the first non-traditional thing that I do with my life. And if this doesn't work out, I'm young enough to bounce back from it. Um, and obviously, it's it's working so far, <laughs> so far. So but far, um. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's a lot of pressure right there. I'm just saying, people get divorced every day, you know? But six years five years. <laughs> but we still here, that's the point. But um no, I don't want to take it for granted and be like it worked out happily ever after because no, that's, you know, that's not real. So um so yeah, so keep in mind that he said his roommate, right, his roommate and him got this curb couch for twenty dollars. Cause I don't see nobody showing up for twenty dollars for what uh, Craigslist um, for a twenty dollar couch. I would have assumed that we were going to be murdered when we got there, but that's neither <laughs> here nor there. So they had this apartment. Oh no, I know you're gonna listen to this, but y'all know y'all was wrong with how y'all kept that apartment. So what you mean? No, 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 no. That joint. It. You only need to do a couple of things where you live. And y'all did none of them. You just need to, you know. What? Sleep. Get ass. Wake up. Wasn't nobody getting no ass. Oh, okay. Pray. Is that what y'all calling it? That's what it was. All right. Uh, So, it was no way that I was moving to St. Louis and I was moving into this apartment. So, we found an apartment completely out of our budget, right? Here we go. All right. Let me sit up. What? The joint was out of our budget. Absolutely. I think we like to say that we kept our representatives on for way too long. And what, what do I mean when I'm saying representative? Because, you know, like when you go into a relationship, like when you meet somebody, you faking it the whole time <laughs> until y'all get serious. But we were legit faking that shit for like months. For each other. For each other, like, oh, I need to impress this person because I really like them. So we doing unnecessary stuff. I would say at least six months. Yeah. At the very least, we we had our representatives on for each other for the first six months. So let me tell y'all how this tore us up. We rented this penthouse apartment in St. Louis, right? Right above like a nightclub. It, It just... I mean, the joint was nice. I would live there today. Yeah. You know, but we definitely could not afford it. So I moved to St. Louis. Um, and, of course, we had this nice place. I want to furnish it. So never mind that when I moved to St. Louis, I didn't have a job. But I didn't need anything. And Justin thought I was selling drugs. You, you had to be selling drugs. Had to be. Listen, guys. I, you were either selling drugs or you had a sugar daddy. Either way, I went for the mess up the program. So we're <laughs> <laughs> hey. Anyway, moving right along, I had no sugar daddy. 
So, uh, and I was not selling drugs. I probably should say that. <laughs> you probably should have led with that one. <laughs> yeah, probably. Fans watching. No. So, okay. So, we go furniture shopping, and just every step of the way, like, Justin's representative is peeling away. It's just like, he's cringing at the couches that I'm picking up, um, that I'm picking out. <laughs> and so, we ended up to, like, I knew he was cheap. Because we went on a date in St. Louis, and I'm going all around this conversation, but like we went on a date, and Justin proudly pulled out a coupon. But we, we, <laughs> I was like, yes, yes, I did. Let me tell y'all something. Justin was on Groupon before Groupon was on Groupon. Like, he had coupons, guys, for the sushi joint. For the sushi. What's the problem? And didn't like go, to, let me, he ain't even hit me with like a, let me go to the bathroom real quick and slide the man the coupon. Like, he was yeah. proud, loud and proud. Like, boom, slammed the joint on the table. Like, here go my coupon. Right. what you say? It was like, I felt like it was a smile behind. He was proud of himself. I was. So, I say that to say, this is the same approach that he had in us trying to furnish the joint. So, I think this might have been our first, like, mini argument. Like, a little micro argument of, like... Why does couch, why do couches cost this much? But he really thought that in in 2013 people were out here buying brand spanking new twenty five dollar couches. This is how much he thought couches were, guys. If you can sit on, that's all that matters. He tried to buy. Y'all ready for this? The Negro spiritual card table folding chairs to put in this <laughs> loft penthouse apartment. What's the problem? Bruh, no. No. At any so look, to wrap this up, we ended up driving all the way to, to Memphis, Memphis, Tennessee from St. Louis just to get a couch that cost five hundred and fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. And he was still mad about it. Still mad about it to this day. That's why we still got it. That's <laughs> oh my God, we do still got the couch. Oh my gosh. We still on this couch, guys. This is um it's vintage at this point. Right. It's really nice. Not going to find this nowhere. You're going to get $400 for it. <laughs> no, we not. So that's why I'm harping so hard about this, this daggone couch because y'all have no idea. Uh, but the, the biggest takeaway in that is we seriously, I don't know, like... Man, we've been making this up. like As we go honestly, along. Like, honestly, making this up... Um, and you said something to me, and it, it really stuck out. And you said, you know, I would rather, what, what did you say? I would rather be in a bad position financially. What? No, 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 no. I would rather do it. I would rather do it the non-traditional way mm, I know than, than to do it the traditional way and not be happy. And, and yeah. that's been like at the front of my mind this whole time because I feel like People do the traditional thing all the time. Like, mm-hmm. what do, how was I brought up? How did my parents raise me? Like, what's in my culture? Or, yeah. you know, what do people expect of me? Mm-hmm. And spend all this money or spend all this time. Trying to make other people happy. Trying to make other people happy and they're yeah. not happy themselves. Yeah. Mm. Uh, that's, that's, I think that, I think that's what I appreciate the most about our story. Like, at no point in time do we allow any other people to dictate us being together. Like, we had bumps in the road. Like, we had difficult times with, within our household. We had different, difficult times with challenges outside of our household. But there was never a time where it was like, I don't think you should be with Justin. Or I don't think you should be with Ashley. Or mm-hmm. I don't think you should make this move. Or y'all should do this this way. And we were like word oh okay that's what we gonna do because at the end of the day life is gonna cost you and i would rather spend whatever life is gonna cost me and be happy with the decision that i made than to look back and it cost me and i wasn't happy in the process Ooh, i hope i I gotta hit you with the snaps i want to kiss okay if you know us, you know that we we only kiss in threes. I don't. We you know where it came from? I don't remember where it came from. Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. 
Boy, <laughs> did you did you say the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost? That's that's what I. Get that's from. definitely not where it came from. What is wrong with you? So I think that's another good 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 segue though. Um, I don't know. So every every mo- every marriage podcast that I've listened to, mm-hmm. it's been like super traditional, <laughs> like. We wake up in the morning because of God, and we took this right step because of God. Which, again, we're spiritual, uh, but we don't want this experience to be. What's a good way to put it without in your face? Yeah, okay. In 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 your your face, face, religious or like in your face, this there's one way to do it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just be yourself. I I think. like I said, we're spiritual, but at the same time, we're human. So yeah, and I think we carry that over to Naomi too, like in how we bring her up. Yeah, we, yeah, that's real. Yeah, I think from I think we've been. Well, I'll speak for myself in saying this, and tell me if you agree. But I've never been more intentional about what I do, what I say, how I move than before we had a kid. See. Yeah, you're going deep now because, like, I think I told you this story, but I remember, like, her waking up in the middle of the night and mm-hmm. me being, like, waking her, like, rocking her back to sleep mm-hmm. and, like, her just staring at me. And I couldn't even stare back at her because of who I was mm-hmm. and who I wanted to be. Uh, it was it was intersecting in that. And it was like, oh, this person sees, like, the person that I was as opposed to who I want to be for her. Mm-hmm. So that's that's been my journey, like, this whole time. Like, I got to be intentional about what I do and what I show for her so she understands that people can evolve, uh, but also how much I love her and not just because I have to, but because you're the person I've been blessed with. So you, you've you said that to me before, and... And I think the first time you said it to me, I was like, he needs some sleep. (laughs) What what is he talking about? But I've thought about it since then. And so correct me if I'm wrong. You're saying like, so Justin used to, when we would take turns waking up in the middle of the night, this was in the first month of her life, because that's the only time that she... um, Slept in our room. Parent brag. Parent oh, brag. Yeah. <laughs> but that shot, that, that really is accustomed to... The house. To God. What? After room. House. Same thing. <laughs> that's... that's um, who can we attribute that success to? God, Dr. Anchor, and Dr. Justin. Anchor. I, I didn't have anything to do with it because if it would have been left up to me, she would have been in our bed snuggling. Yeah, all right. She would have. Um, but yeah, we got a dope pediatrician and then of course God, and then Justin is a strong parent when it comes to us doing hard things to get her on the right track. But when, so yeah, so you used to wake up in the middle of the night and Justin's like go-to soothing technique was, um, sitting on the birth ball, bouncing Mm -hmm. on the little birth ball and like rocking with Naomi and... I thought to myself, what is he talking about when he says that she was staring? I know she she was doing the whole little staring thing. But when you said you couldn't look back at her because you felt like she could see through you. Mm-hmm. And that she could see, like, who you were in your past. Like, why that? Like, what about... Her look, cause I stare at you all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I don't know. I feel like 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 babies in a sense. I know this might sound crazy. They're like clairvoyant, or like they're they're able to see and, and know like what's going on. And <sighs> so, what you're saying is you think Naomi knew you was a hoe? See, I ain't saying that's what I, I heard you say. I'm I don't. Just... I don't know. So, can we? I think she she felt like the past. And this is gonna sound crazy. Like she she felt the past. I'm like, oh wait, how how are you gonna love? Like my thought was, how are you gonna love me when um, when you've done these things? When you've done these things. So I'll I'll, I'll tell you something that changed my life. Like and how I knew that it was time for me to just like get on the like get on this journey. Mm-hmm. Like I remember somebody telling me. And they were like, 
um, and, and granted, like, let me preface it with this because I don't want him to ever hear this story and be like, oh, we've never had this conversation. So let me, pre we have a great relationship now. It's one of my favorite people. Um, but uh, some, like, I remember, like, growing up, like, without a, a dad, and, like, one of my biggest fears was, like, I don't want to grow up and be this person the way that I was raised in a, a one-parent household. That was always a fear, which, granted, now, again, like, I'm good now. Uh, we have a great relationship. But somebody said that to me. It's like, yeah, you're, you're starting to be the person who you said you never wanted to be like. And that changed everything for me. Your dad told you that? No, he didn't tell me that. I had a, had a, I don't, I guess you would say a friend, uh, say that to me. Who like, told you that, babe? I'm not dropping. I'm not name dropping, <laughs> but I, I had a, I had a friend say that, and, and she was like, "Yeah, the the person that you told me that you never wanted to be like this, that's who you're becoming." It was a she. Yeah. Oh, we might have to talk about this. Yeah, I Wh mean, whispering in my ear. <laughs> but no, nah, that was that was a changing point for me, and that was that was when I knew, like, okay, I need to make this plan to to be better mm -hmm. um, and to change it up. So that was the start of me doing it my way, is figuring it out, figuring out something that I've never seen before. Yeah, uh, I think doing it my way is like when it comes to parenting is a super heavy topic like we might really have to do a parents in my way type of episode one of the questions we got from um from instagram i laughed they were saying like how do y'all deal with those friends and family members who were like well in my house this is how we do it or this is how we raise x y and z so i, I think we should do a whole episode because i can speak to so many things on like just us becoming parents for the first time and me as a mom doing something the way I think it should be done and you as a dad doing something that you think the way that it should be done. And I remember having at a at some point very early on in Naomi's first year, I had to tell myself like, you can't expect for him to be the father that you needed, that I needed, mm -hmm. you have to let Justin be the father that he's going to be. Mm. And yeah, I think we should we should probably plan to dissect that. Man, that that'll be a deep episode. That'll be a deep episode. You, on. Gonna, you gonna cry? I might. You know, <laughs> I, I can be vulnerable. When? I'm, I'm vulnerable all the time, man. Especially when I'm hungry. Well, that's the only time you vulnerable. <laughs> we are coming to the point in our show where we need to pay some bills. We'll be right back. So where were we? We were discussing... Um, our way moments and becoming Justin and Ashley Ross, the mm -hmm. beginning at least, and then doing things our way as parents. So let me ask you, babe, what do you think one of the highlights or major my way moments have been in us being a family? Uh, I would definitely say getting Naomi a passport. Mm, yeah. Yeah, that, that's a big one. I mean, even before she turned one, just to be like, this is something that we need to do to expose yeah. her to the world. Well, I think Naomi was, what, three months, two or three months when we got her passport? Yeah, 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 right away. But we knew that immediately. Like, before she was born, we were like, our kid's going to have a passport. They're not going to drink cow's milk. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to have a nanny. Like, we knew these very particular things. And we said all these things like we had the money to make it happen. And we really didn't. Oh, we didn't. Man. So, so that's, that's traveling in general uh, <laughs> on us doing it our way. So... I think, like, for, for most people who know us, mm -hmm. uh, we love to travel. Like, any travel deal or we'll just get up and go. And it's like, 
Like, y'all making all this money. Like, how no, you doing no, this and that? No, so. wait. Let me back up and say, because I, cause we, I've been looking at the analytics, and I haven't seen Arkansas on the list of states who have been listening to us, at least for the little teaser episode. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say this because I know them niggas not listening. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We went home. Well, we well all. Uh, I call Arkansas home. Look at you. Oh, Arkansas. All right now. <laughs> so, listen. We went back to Justin's hometown, Forest City, Arkansas. This was for this was for your ten year. Oh, the class reunion. The class reunion for your high school reunion. You know what I'm about to say? Uh. Uh-uh. So we pulled up with at um, it was like a hotel party or something. What, what was the, it? The Civic Center joint? No, it was a party. It, I don't know. Wherever the little bar was or whatever. That we oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They still smoking in, in clubs and bars and, and indoors in Arkansas. So that ain't really the place where y'all want to be. Uh, come on, man. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. So, <laughs> listen. So I lied to y'all not. This was literally the scene as we got out this rental car. Get out the car. Some people see Justin. And the man, and this this man said, "Oh shit!" Wait, let me get my country accent. Oh shit! Now <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Oh shit!" It's big money. Let me hold some. I know you making buy. I know you making millions. Like I, I'm exaggerating in, in the millions part, but because I don't remember exactly what he said. <laughs> But I swear to y'all, it made I've never been more uncomfortable with the perception that someone had on my life than that moment, because the dialogue, the foundation of the dialogue was that Justin and I were rolling in the dough, because you only see, or I guess he only saw us doing well. He only saw us like flying out to different countries he only saw us like i don't know pretty much our highlight reel on social media and i could see the discomfort on justin's face and he tried to like keep it cool like no not us if you know justin he's modest anyway but i was so uncomfortable yeah because he was serious no legit and and it's just not to apologize for how hard we worked by any means. I thought we were going to get robbed. All right, we ain't getting robbed. <laughs> no. <laughs> See that. And no. that's that's big coming from me because I'm from Atlantic City. Yeah. So I was I, I for real was worried like, damn, should we be cuz this if not to cut you off. Yeah. But to cut you off, that joint felt like a money-making Mitch type of situation, like a paid in full. What was his name? Uncle Uncle who? Uncle, uh, who, I know you're talking about the light skin cat. Yeah, the the uncle who uh, kidnapped his nephew. Uncle yeah, Ice. Uncle Ice. He felt like Uncle Ice to me. Man, I don't know. I mean, but to to bring it back though, I think that's kind of the like the perception in a sense, mm-hmm. like when you travel. But people don't realize. I think people overestimate or underestimate how cheap I am. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't shoot. <laughs> so guys, <laughs> the guy is cheap. I I wouldn't call it cheap. I mean, guys, the guy is cheap. Cheap. <laughs> <laughs> Say something else. All right. So that that was just one of the goals we set out, though. Like when we when we first got together, it was like, hey, this is something that we've never seen before. We've never done before. And this is something that we want to do is travel the world, mm-hmm. like see something outside of our and get outside of our comfort zone. Yeah. Um, and, and I can say that was instilled for me for my, for my mom, because I remember her taking us on a trip like when we were young to St. Louis to uh, to Six Flags mm-hmm. and literally like packing sandwiches like like the the uh, the little meat in the cooler. like. <laughs> Like what cold cuts and then mm-hmm. like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and juices and a cooler and that's legit what we ate. That's such like, a wholesome we story. And and I can I will never forget that and that's that's really what sparked my interest. It's like you know what like no matter what you got to do get out of your comfort zone to see what you need to see. I mean because people spend money on stuff that 
I mean, you you were going to spend $50 on the club this weekend or going out to eat for, for lunch. Mm-hmm. So spend something on, like, I don't remember the last, like, I, I, I say this to somebody else. I don't remember the last pair of shoes that I bought, but I remember, like, the last trip, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, and yeah. how you felt coming back. Yeah, that, that feeling never leaves. So yeah. that was our goal. It's like, man, let's get these passports as soon as we get together and let's, like, do something and just be out here living. Yeah. We waited a while. I think it we, we waited at least a year, year and a half, because we made it a resolution at one Christmas. We were like, we got to travel. We got to get our passports. We got to get out of the country. Yeah. And 2015, first trip. Yeah. First trip. First trip, but I think to be fair to the people listening, I think that we have to be fully transparent in okay. speaking about travel. All right. So, if we so let me let's back up. I think we have to be transparent. So from 2015 to 2016, <laughs> where do we go? Start mm-hmm. try to do it in order. Uh, so first one was Dubai, Dubai, Abu Dhabi, mm-hmm. United Arab Emirates. Yes, yep. Then we went to what? Jamaica. Mm-hmm. No. Then we went to Haiti. Oh yeah, because we went from like we were like oh we going to this ultra rich country and then we're going to Haiti. Yeah. Yeah. So we went to Dubai. We went to Abu Dhabi. We went to uh, we traveled to Haiti. Uh, Jamaica. Where else? Oh, Amsterdam. Amsterdam and Paris. Mm-hmm. And that was in one year. A couple months after we made the resolution. And if we are going to be <laughs> fully transparent, don't don't nobody walk up to me and ask me no questions. After this episode, yeah, you fin- we finna get judged on this. <laughs> but and I, no, but you know who I just I just told somebody this, and he was like, "What?" I told Chris, "We were not paying our bills." Like legit, just out here. <laughs> no, we legitimately were not paying our bills, y'all. Like we went to Dubai, and when I tell you, when people say like you get bit by the travel bug if you do it right, we got eight. Up man by the travel bug. The travel bug jumped us. Yeah. Because we were like, oh, Dubai. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. We were never the same. We got back and just start booking shit. We ain't paid no rent. We ain't paid a light. We started making up stories. We was making up stories to the um to the lecture company, like, this shit must be broke. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've been yeah. out the country for months. I've been out the country. <laughs> Been going for work. What do you mean? The bill is, well, how am I going to pay the bill if I'm in Haiti saving children? (laughs) We was lying to people. We were renting at the time in Charlotte, not paying the bills. Mind you, I I was a substitute teacher. Yep. I was subbing for CMS, making nothing to be in Dubai, right? And... But no, so that's our. Let's talk about the secret sauce. The secret sauce is poverty. <laughs> we to not care about poverty. Hey, if we go to Dubai and we come back and we don't got no house, that's cool. We just know, gonna leave again. <laughs> we were we were operating. At least we lived. <laughs> we were operating on the premise of like, fuck it, <laughs> <laughs> fuck it. The Shit. bills will be here when we get here. I mean, what they gonna do? Put us out? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we did that. I tried this at home. We uh, almost got evicted, yo. And it's so crazy because. We sure almost got evicted. Oh, they serious. They right, want their money. Like, oh, my God. They want their money. So we had to start calling family members. And then even still, we our pride was too high for us to say, like, yeah, we need this money because we're about to get evicted. Yeah. I don't even remember what the lie was. We should probably come clean. We should, let's come clean this Christmas. We'll do that. Yeah. We'll do that. So unless. Well, we gotta figure my out mom going to listen to the episode, so. We got to figure out, oh, why would we like this, man? I don't know. It was a good time, though. It we was a great a time. a good run. Oh, I'm not even, we didn't get evicted, so that's Yeah, all we definitely didn't. Dozier was, like, making jokes about us. Like, how y'all making these moves? How y'all got vacation days? Like, what y'all moving weight? 
Nah, yeah. we're moving our rent money <laughs> to orbits. Like we're moving our rent money to Delta Airlines. That's it. Uh, man. So so for those who didn't know, yeah. now you know. <laughs> if you don't know, don't do this. Don't do it. <laughs> Please don't try this. Especially um, in Charlotte now, because they're not playing about that right now. Absolutely. They'll put you out and get somebody in there in the next couple of hours. Mm-hmm. But we, I mean, that's first of all, it was, but let's back up. And again, to be transparent, none of those trips were over $320. Yeah. The most money we spent getting to Dubai, Abu Dhabi, Amsterdam, Paris, um, Haiti, Jamaica, Oh, in Panama. Oh, yeah, we did do Panama. We yeah. did do Panama. Um, the most expensive trip, like, flight-wise, was Abu Dhabi and Dubai. That that was, what, three 320-something? It was, like, yeah, 350. Yeah. Oh, 350. So, yeah, and that was a, uh, that was the first, what, flight? What's, what you call it? The little, when the, when the fare messes up. Oh, glitch fair? Yeah, yeah, the glitch fair. We got that. Well, Justin got that on the glitch fair. Um, stayed in Airbnbs. Airbnb hosts gave us like tickets to this bomb festival that was for like two days. Yeah, man. We so, ate camel burgers. Um, we really lived it up. Yeah, so it was a combination of being blessed and not having any sense. Yeah, no sense at all. No sense of like. If we if we did nothing else, we definitely showed that we had no relationship with wealth, money, anything. Or just just living by the system, man. I feel like people, yeah. oh, you got to do it this way. You got to save up this and that, which yeah. you probably should to a certain extent, but don't mm-hmm. let it handicap you. Yeah. But I also think we can adjust that to fit the narrative of, like, don't fit into the system of traveling because we've never been except for Jamaica, but that was for the purpose of like just trying it out. But we, when we travel, we don't stay in resorts. Mm, Like we always live for that period of time amongst the people because that's what you travel for to to come back more cultured than you left Mm -hmm. to experience the humanity of a different culture of a different space of sometimes in a a different time, um, depending on how developed the the place is, especially when we speak about Haiti. Um, And just to be clear, like we went to Dubai and Abu Dhabi first and then we went to Haiti. And Haiti was just as beautiful as Dubai yeah. when it comes to, like, the natural landscape of things. And, and the people. Yeah, yeah. So. I mean, we could have got robbed, and we also could have fell off a cliff, but it was a good time. Yeah. And it, and I feel like all of that ignorance and the enjoyment that was in it made us who we are today. Yeah, definitely. Um, so had we not had those experiences and, and done all of this irresponsible stuff, mm-hmm. as crazy as it sounds, we w- probably wouldn't be here today. We uh, definitely wouldn't have anything to talk about on this podcast. No, nah, we'd just be sitting here listening to air for real. Yeah. What's yeah. going on? So I don't know. Like, big takeaways on doing it your way as far as travel is concerned. Get outside of your comfort zone. When you doing a trip, now this don't mean don't don't be in our DMs asking us to plan your vacation. We don't have time for that. Tried it once, won't try it again. Yeah, because that's the. I mean, the other thing with us and us traveling is we never go into it saying like I want to go to Iceland and I want to go to Iceland during these dates. No. And I want to stay here. Right. And I want to leave at this time. Maybe back at this time. Exactly. Uh, If you got all those restrictions, don't call us. If you got even one restriction, like, maybe call us, maybe hit us up. We'll point you in the right direction. But we're not about to sit there and play around with it. But we literally, we go on the site. And um, the site that Hold we Hold on, we got to say that for the travel episode. We got to say that. We're we not going to tell them? Mm-mm. Oh. No, no, no. Well, I guess they said we're not going to tell y'all. Cool. But, um, well, okay, so maybe we don't tell the site. But we do tell them how loose like our loose our plans are okay. we just pretty much search for where we can go at the cheapest dates and we say hmm hey you want to go here for two hundred dollars uh, because the flight to haiti was 199 mm-hmm. round trip the um the flight to Am- oh me- remember when i got this the flights in amsterdam was 99 dollars one way mm-hmm. and then i bought the coming back flight on the back end so i mean we've 
we haven't been everywhere. I don't even think we've scratched the surface, but we've been a lot of places on our own terms, whether it be us not paying the bills or what. But um, I don't know. But but I would say more than the trip itself and like the cost of the trip, I, I feel like in doing it our own way, that has helped us grow so much more. Yeah. Um, just it, having those experiences and going to these different places where it's like we're out of our comfort zone. We have to rely on each other mm-hmm. uh, to figure out, like going to different places where you don't speak the language, like, and you just have the the two of you. Mm-hmm. That's huge, man. Yeah, I would. I think, I think the biggest part of uh, for us is if we didn't have that huge gap of time, because even out of that first year, when we took all those trips, we still went into the second year and we were still kind of like. We, we paid more attention to our bills, but we still were like, you know, probably shouldn't have been traveling as yeah, much, right? Yeah. So we continued in that second year of traveling, um, just kind of pushing bills to the side. We would try to pay the big stuff, make sure we would come home, to, you know, and then not be an eviction notice. But yeah. we were like, oh, credit card bill, whatever. Like, we'll we'll get that when we come back. But I think if we wouldn't have had that experience and us doing so much in such a short period of time, we wouldn't feel so heavy about the importance of Naomi having a passport. Mm. And we wouldn't feel like as as mm, as serious about like our commitment to continuing to travel, even though we do have a small child. Yeah, and I don't think we would be as well rounded. No. Because Haiti changed my life. Yeah. And it, I don't know. It's just, it, it's so much, it's so worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I've always said, like, one of my biggest fears is waiting to live at a point in time. So I feel like people do that so much. It's like, mm-hmm. I'm going to start living when once I retire. I retire. And, and who knows? Life is too short, man. Life, who says you're going to make it to that point? So, yeah, you can save up, you know, 10000 Twenty, thirty thousand dollars to have this travel bucket once you retire, but uh, so a couple things that like either maybe you don't make it or you make it and then you're like, oh, I'm too tired or to sit on a plane for eight hours. Yeah. So live while you can. You don't have to have all your ducks ducks in a row, uh, and don't think about it as just as a trip. Think about it as a way to get outside the box and grow yourself and your significant other. Yeah, that's real. That's real. This next segment of the show is where we take one or two of the questions that you all have asked us on our social media profiles or via email, um, and we take a stab at them. But I think we have to preface this in saying, like, we are not licensed therapists. (laughs) We do not have the answers. When we say we are doing it our way, we are flying by the seat of our pants. Is that how the saying goes? Yeah. And, um, yeah, this isn't... One way to do life. Uh, we have struggled to find a title for this segment. And we still don't have one. So I'm going to ask y'all to comment in our pictures on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, send us a DM on what we should name the question and answer segment of this show. Sounds good to me. So which question should we we go with? What fits into the spectrum of what we've been talking about? Okay, okay, okay. Should go with that one. How do we meet? Yeah. Oh, how much time we got? (laughs) Let's, let's, Let's go for it. Okay. I feel like we tell the story we only at, at answer one question. So Yeah, that's that's all the time we're gonna have for yeah. it. So. so there are eight sides of this story. <laughs> and I say this because well let me let me not okay, I won't say that. There's one story, but Justin just chooses to lie about his side of the story. What? So I wanna ask you to like tell the real story, babe. Okay, don't jump in here with your fairy tales, okay? Because on our wedding website, you was on some, like, I licked my lips like LL Cool J and she came over. Like, nah, that didn't happen. Where's the lie? Right. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. All right, let's go. Okay. 
So the question is, how did we meet? We met in 2010. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was in graduate school at the University of Illinois, Springfield campus. And one of my good friends from undergrad was at um, WashU, which is in St. Louis. And I went um, to St. Louis every weekend because I was not aware that the only thing in Springfield, Illinois, was Abraham Lincoln and cornfields. So um, there was nothing to do on the weekends. So it was one weekend in St. Louis. And we went to this first Friday's event. Saw Justin mm-hmm. for the first time. He had on this little lanky polo, you know, mm-hmm. little long tee joint. Mm-hmm. You did? I was being It, it wasn't a long tee, but I, ain't, it I, wasn't I was fit. wearing them kind of big back then. Okay. I ain't gonna lie. So I had just, like, I had recently been out of a relationship. And I was just, like, I was in a whole phase. I was operating on the premise of, like, the best way to get over somebody is to get under somebody else. Oh, Lord. What? Mm, mm, mm. That's real. I was. So, I, I mean, I thought he was cute. And it wasn't like I was looking for it to happen right then and there. But I was, like, ready to build up my roster again so I could, you know, get old buddy out my head. And um, so, yeah, so I was staring at him thinking, like, you know, th- this usually works. Like, if you stare at a guy, like, he going to feel you staring, and then he going to come over. You know, y'all make eye contact. And I obviously didn't know that just he didn't have his glasses on. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think he saw me or I was blurry, something, because he never came over. Little did I know, he don't really be doing too much talking, and he thought he was the man. So, lo and behold, I had to walk up to him. Am you I on the right track? So, you didn't even walk up to me. It wasn't like I'm I'm standing in the corner, you walking up to me. Like, I'm leaving for the night, like, minding my own business. And it what caught I do? me so Skate off guard. No, it caught me so, like, you standing on the wall, like, outside the club. Not outside the club, like, going out of the club. And I remember, I can see it now. Like, I'm walking out, like, me and the people I came with, and... You grab me, like, it's like, you going to leave without getting my number? And I grabbed just so aggressive. I mean, it wasn't a grab. It was more like a little, a little nudge action. You got me sounding like, like I should be in the Me Too movement. Nah, I mean, it wasn't like that. But it was, I, I had never been approached, if you can call it approach, like mm-hmm. that before. It was like, yo, you going to leave without getting my number? Like, what shit? Apparently not. Like, <laughs> so, I'm a, that, that was the start of it. That was definitely a, my, I was... Before Justin and I coined ourselves as experts at doing it our way, I think that individually that was my way of doing things. Like, I just knew that I would get a response out of some of the wild and crazy things that um, that I used to do on the social scene as far as, like, telling jokes or just, like, approaching people. And I knew what I wanted. It was a... Uh... It was interesting. It worked out. It did work out. So I approached Justin and I asked him, I was like, you just, you going to leave without getting my number? And he looked, he was so shocked. And I don't even know, the, the people you were with, were they, did they continue walking? Uh, I don't know. I think they, I think they looked back and it was perfect. <laughs> Because I think you forgot this part of the story. I had an ex in there, and and he was like, "Oh, this shine time now." Like, oh, that's why you gave me a number. You was trying to shine. Uh, nah, it was just perfect. It all worked out. The stars aligned. So. I can't. So, so cool. we exchanged numbers, and then I, I, I think so. I walk up to you. I remember my mindset like a little bit. I walk up to you. But I wouldn't, like, make the first call. So you text me first. Mm-hmm. And then we were sending text messages back and forth with our representatives, speaking in full sentences. Yeah, yeah, Spelling yeah. out all the words. Because you were grown, so I couldn't, like, <laughs> abbreviate anything. I had to, like, text it all the way up. Lord, when Justin says I was grown, he was in undergrad and I was in graduate school. So he's considering that to be grown. Mm-hmm. So we exchanged numbers, texts. Um, and then Justin was like, I'm going to call you. 
which I thought was like admirable because I was like, I know he's probably younger than me. Um, cause he ain't had the facial hair that he has on his face right now. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. Um, and, uh, yes, yeah, so I was like, dang, this guy, he's going to call. Like most older guys don't even be trying to call in the era of text messages. And so that caught me off guard, but I remember our first conversation and what did you, what did you say to me when I was like, yeah, I'm here in St. Louis. Cause this was like two or three weeks after the fact, after we had actually met. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because we, we were texting or we were talking, and, uh, like, you're here in St. Louis, and I was, I was kind of like, yeah, I want you to come over. Oh, what did I say? Like You said, yeah. This, he had his smooth voice on. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't going to – you can't give him the smooth voice. So he had this young, cool, smooth voice. So he said, yeah, um – I want you to come over and all, but I ain't about to be no gentleman when you get here, so you should probably stay where you at. Whoa. Hey, fair warning. Buddy, little did you know. Nah, fair warning. So so what happened though? I I scooped you up. Let's Let's clear something up. I went because I told y'all what my intentions were in the beginning and why I even approached them to begin with. So essentially, you can't even hit the little hand clap slide yeah, like, hey. like yeah, I hit that. No, I hit that. Whatever make you feel better. <laughs> no. Whatever make you feel better. So I scoot you up in the whip. In an ice cream truck. It was not an ice cream truck, Bruh, This joint was a. This was a hoopty's hoopty. It wasn't a hoopty. It was. It was gas efficient. What I, really, I needed. I really must have wanted some dick because I think it was a hole in the floor, guys. It was not, man. <laughs> but I had all the snacks for you, though. Yeah, I thought you was running like a PTA uh, little bake sale. You had honey buns, quarter <laughs> juices in the back. I was like, yo, what am I doing with this child? Like, yo, my clothes was in the back seat. No, they weren't because that would have been a clear indication that you were homeless at the time. I was not homeless because I took you to my plush no. apartment. <laughs> No, 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 no. So this this is a major glitch in our in our story and how we met because Justin took me back to this apartment, guys. This is a it was Friday. It was a Friday night. Took me back to his apartment. And I'm doing air quotes. His apartment. He got pictures of like him on the wall. He's in pictures that are on the wall. So nothing should have led me to believe that this man was homeless and was staying at somebody else's apartment. I was transitioning. No. (laughs) To housing. What what, what house was you transitioning to? I mean, I had my car, so where we went, that's why I was housing. Oh, that you was operating it like it was an RV. That's pretty much what it was. So you was camping. Chevy Cobalt RV. Whoa there, that sounds homeless. That was not homeless. (laughs) Oh my God. So... I should have picked up on the fact that the man wouldn't let me in the refrigerator, nor did he cook me anything that needed to be preserved in a refrigerator. So it was all like fruit roll-ups. I'm all excited. Like, oh, I ain't seen a fruit roll-up in a long time. Like, ooh, Go-Gurts. Like, oh, okay. (laughs) It was like instant oatmeal, Hot Pockets. Like, um... Where is the meal? So I have to speak about these meals because I stayed the entire weekend. That's I. Mm-hmm, mm, mm-hmm. That doesn't speak very highly of me. Well, but a whole phase is a whole phase, and that's what you want to call it. It is. Everybody should have a whole phase when they're in college. My whole phase just extended to graduate school because my relationship didn't work out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Personal problem. Worked out for me. It it did work out for you. It did. It did. So that is how we met. There's a whole bunch of doing it our way moments in there, including like all over his air quote roommates, couch, living room, and the downstairs bedroom, air quote. Hold on, you ain't had to put that in there. My bad. I apologize. Um I would like to go on record to say like Justin is so trifling that he didn't even tell so let me back up. The people whose house this was we're in our wedding. And he did not even tell them that this is where we 
Met. prayed <laughs> <laughs> together um, until our wedding reception, guys. I didn't tell him. You snitched on me. I snitched on us hey. because I felt like they should know. Either way, it was it was my line brothers, and they were so gracious to go out of town and visit their families. All at the same time. And let me house it. So they're, <laughs> they're, they're responsible for us being together. So the next ad in this episode is dedicated to you. We appreciate it. Thanks, guys. I really can't. Appreciate it. It worked out. That's doing it our own way. I really can't with you. This is Marriage Caviar. And this is our first episode. Uh, so if you made it this far, um, thank you. Thank you, honestly. Uh, keep the questions coming. Like, we've been super surprised at the, the feedback, the questions. Some of y'all are real trifling with these questions. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what to do with some of those. Yeah. Um, but but look for more from us. Uh, episode two, we got we have some good ones coming up. Like um, good topics, good topics. So yeah, and if it's you. anything that you guys want us to work on in our delivery of our podcast, I will say it's it's wild late. Like we we're taping way too late, and then Justin gave me a glass of wine. So I oh this ain't episode no, from the air. <laughs> They got things to do. No, we're going to sleep. Uh, okay. <laughs> night, night, night. You can go to sleep eventually. <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, big takeaways from this episode is I would say um, life is your birthright. And I think that we forget that at times. And a lot of the time we spend so much time trying to figure out what's going to look good or what the end result is going to be. But think about exactly how I've opened this conversation. Life is a birthright. It's to be lived. God gave your mom life. That life is hers. This life is yours. You only have one to live. And if you don't live it, somebody else is going to redefine you in it. They are going to put you in a box. They're going to frame you, and you are to live in that frame. And that's not who we're supposed to be. They're going to make you live their life. Yeah. Yeah. So do things your way. I would say my biggest takeaway, and and I wrote it down because it's something that I wanted to bring up, and I'll I'll definitely say it again. I feel like people, especially millennials and, and people that I've been around, like the first thing that you hear about marriage is marriage is hard. Like that's how people introduce marriage. Mm-hmm. It's not like this is, is this cool journey or something like that. Like, and I was talking about it this weekend with my line brothers. Like, man, that's the only thing that we ever talk about. But the first thing that you hear is marriage is hard. Yeah. Like, man, uh, is. It's a journey. It's a journey. It's an evolution. It's what you make it. But it's love if you do it right. And if you do it your own way. Um, Yeah. I think in saying, like, if you do it right, you also have to kind of preface that by saying, like, there's no template to life. There's no template to marriage. It is what you make it. And if you are going about it and you're, you know, living your parents' marriage, Mm. then... (laughs) It's your parents' marriage. Is it really yours? Or living somebody else's marriage on, like, social media. Like, yeah. this is what I see, so this is yeah. what I need to do. Like, nah, yeah. build your own house.